What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm so excited. I have a very inspiring guest with me today. His name is Darren Swan. He has overcome some really incredible things with his health, and now he's on a mission to make a huge difference in people's lives. And um, he wants to start a not-for-profit. So Darren, let's, why don't you introduce yourself, tell, tell the audience, audience a little bit about your background, and let's just dive into it. Sure. Um, look, life is great. You know, life is, uh, it's an amazing, it's an amazing experience, especially when uh, you've been brought down to how closely you can go away, um, and then you actually recover from that. Um, you actually treasure life a lot more. And um, I was a talent buyer for Subterranean, Bee Kitchen, um, Wicker Park Fest, Do Division Fest, Green Music Fest, The Abbey Pub. I mean, I've, I've done a lot. You know, I've done it for 17 years. Yeah. And um, Can you tell people what exactly what, the, what does that mean as a, so, a talent buyer? Yeah, so Talent Buyer means I, I booked all the music shows. I had an exclusive agreement with the owners of those rooms and the, the festival committees and stuff. And um, I, I, did all the, I booked all their shows for them. So I actually have a question. Are you familiar with Cat Fight? Yes, I am familiar so with That's my aunt's band. Oh, awesome. Little Lisa is my aunt. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've done a couple shows with them, haven't I? I, I I don't know. That's why I just thought about yeah. it because I know I they've I, done a lot of fests in the city. I know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a small world. It's a very small world, and you know, people tell me when I started House Call like how tough it was going to be to break into the music business. Um, I didn't listen to that. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't yeah. listening to uh, how hard it was going to be. I mean. There's a positive side and there's a negative side to like every single thing that we do. And um, if your heart's in the right place and if you want to do the right thing, do it. You know, there's no one's going to stop you from doing what you, what you love to do. Sure. And uh, it was really my passion. And I really liked having all the success that we did have because I did change the Beat Kitchen and Subterranean and I did bring back the Abbey Pub. I brought these venues from like no man's land up to a point where agents started to call me and email me. And it was like becoming a little bit more of a natural thing. So I that's did amazing. So that's kind of like the, my podcast. I love, I love doing this and I'm slow and I've been working at it for a year and yeah. now it's like, it's like slowly it's gaining a lot of momentum and I just love it. I, I mean, I love doing it so much. So right. I hear you. I, I understand what you're saying. Awesome. So there's just, you know, there was a point where I, you know, I mean, I was having all the success and then there was this, you know, and then I think what, I, I don't know, like what happened, but I felt, I mean, I, one thing led to the next and I just kind of ended my relationship with Robert Gomez who owned the Bee Kitchen Subterranean and he wanted to go a different way of, of, of running his business. And I said, all right, well, I got to pass. So uh, then I started working over at the Abbey pub and, that was that. So, I mean, I, I was making money and I had my finances, my, my financial situation was all covered and everything was going well. And then, um, I don't know, I, I kind of got, I got stage three melanoma, you know, when I was like, probably like 36 years old. And then and how many years ago is that? I mean, I don't mean to like put you on the spot. No, 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 it's but... fine. 
that that would have been uh, ten years ago, actually. Okay. Um, I got stage three melanoma, and that was hard news to get. Sure. Because it's like, okay, you got a death sentence. Like you've got this terrible skin cancer um, to uh, to deal with, and so I just dealt with it the best I could. I mean, I I, I, I followed Doctor uh, Salty's. Um, Doctor Salty was my surgeon, and I just I followed his uh, his game plan, and his game plan uh, was great, and I got out of stage three melanoma. That's amazing. And um, I went in for my fifth follow up appointment, and he told me he's like, I know it's on your mind, but you don't have it, and you're never going to get it again. So having the stage four was, I I didn't you know there was. It went from getting stage three was like a crying episode. I was like crying all my family and my wife at the time, she was crying all the time. And I couldn't figure out like what, why the crying was always happening. Cause I didn't think that I was ever going to die from this. Well, that's an emotional thing. It's a, I think that something like that, I mean, you know, like I had said to you, my, my husband passed away and we battled health issues and um, you know, he got pretty emotional. I mean, he didn't make it, but um that's a, that's a, that's a intense to deal with health health issues. I mean, me, me becoming a caretaker and watch watch him lose his battle, you know, with his health was very very difficult, you know. Yeah. And I stayed strong through the whole thing. There were times that I cried behind, you know, behind closed doors because I wanted to remain strong for him. But it was it was tough. It was mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. No, I mean, I and I and I can appreciate. Look, I appreciate everybody's situation you know everyone's got some complication in life you know there's sure. no, one's, oh, no one's got anything kind of going on that's perfect but anyway like the difference between stage three and stage four was like at least stage three at least i did cry at least i had that chance to like express my concern about my melanoma sure. stage four i didn't even have that chance and there was no crying when i got stage four i was just like oh my gosh like you have to you have to take care of me like i'm not like I mean that's pretty serious I, if you have it in your brain, brain chest, your brain. bowels, yeah. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, it's up size of a baseball in the on my left side of my head, and oh my uh, take care of that. And um, you know, there was a lot of complications with it. You know, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, there was. I mean, the surgery and all that stuff went really well, but the whole process of recovering from stage four was not easy at all. Um, I had to go to the hospital every two weeks to get my immunotherapy done yeah um i just you know i lost my job <laughs> i you know I mean, it was it was really it was just it, it just to recover from stage four was you know it was it was a big deal and um after about two years they had um they they told me that we can't find any cancer in your, in your system anymore so, now so you, how long have you been in remission uh, a little over a year. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's been great. And um, so I had I had some of my audience um, ask me how you cured it because they lost their um, their mother to melanoma. So you know, if you could just maybe go into a little bit more detail. So because there they there are some people that are already looking forward to watching this. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I I was at my doctor's appointment every time my doctor made an appointment. I was sure. there. 
I took all my medication on time, the exact way that they told me to. Sure. Um, I guess in a lot of ways I was blessed by God. You know, I mean, I think I was really blessed. Um, How was your attitude while you were, when you were battling? I I was just not going to let this thing kill me. I was just not going to let this, I'm not going to let this thing wreck my life. This isn't going to be something that wrecks my life. This is something I have to live with. Yeah. forever and that's okay it's not gonna it's not gonna wreck my it's not gonna kill me and i'm gonna fight it i think probably the biggest thing about why i got cured i had really good doctors do surgery and i had some and and great doctors that had the experience with this sure. thing yeah. and um and my immunotherapy my immunotherapy was fantastic that that was that was probably the one thing that I think overall cured. And, and I, had, I had an amazing brain surgeon too. I mean, the guy sure. was like fourth in the country. And now like, are the, well, all these doctors were out of Northwestern here in Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a great hospital. It's a fantastic place. I love going there. I love meeting everybody. I love, I, I like it. I mean, I don't like enjoy being in the hospital. Well, no, but if you're going to be in a hospital, that's where my husband that, was. You yeah. know, it's always good to go to a teaching hospital because they are yeah. way ahead on everything. That's, yeah. you know, we did his, um, well, that's actually where I learned how to do peritoneal dialysis because I actually administer dialysis at home for my husband. Oh, wow. And it is a great hospital. The, the, the staff there, the doctors are all very are all very much invested in your in your health. I felt like yeah, they actually no, care yeah. about you recovering and you having your health. So, you know, and we actually went to the University of Chicago for a while, but it was just such a far drive. And, oh. um, you know, and I and I, there I think there was something that happened there that I was like, oh, let's switch. So we switched to Northwestern and. Oh. Um, you know, honestly, I feel like when you are when you are dealing with health issues, your attitude makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband was he had given up, you know, he just said he couldn't do it anymore. So, you know, like I, I really feel like and that's also where I think the blessing comes in, where God actually works miracles in your life, because, you know, you have to be thankful and grateful to him no matter what you're going through. And yeah. I, and I feel like that is that's a way for him to like kind of protect you, you know, and help you get through those things. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I was, I, I had, I, I had given my life to Christ before this, all this kind of stuff happened. So God had already known that. I mean, I was, I was a servant and I was, I was going to, you know, come in, sweetie. (laughs) Um, God knew that I was uh, his servant and, uh, I, I was, I was already in, 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 in faith in Christ. And so, um, that said, I mean, I was very happy to be alive and I was, just, I was happy to just, just to wake up every day and w- look at my wife and look at my baby girl yes. and be around, talk to my family and just kind of get on with my next day, you know? Um, so where, so now you're in, you're in uh, remission. You're, you are cancer-free, yep. um, melanoma-free. So that is amazing. And so Thank you. You know, how we got connected, which was one of, from one of my previous guests, John Kerwin, he said that I needed to, to meet you, that you're very passionate about what you are, you know, you're very passionate about curing melanoma. And, and yeah. we just, we talked, 
which I'm very thankful for, you know, John, for connecting us because I oh, yeah. hope that you have an amazing story and yeah. I can't wait to share, share this with everyone. But, um, so now you, you know, you've gone through some different, um, career changes, right? Isn't that what you had said? I have had, I have had a series of unfruitful career changes. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I was delivering for Scoobies. <laughs> It was a place in Morton Grove with delivery service. I know where Scooby's is. I've been there. They're yeah. great. They're, that was a great company. It was a great situation. Um, I didn't, I mean, I was fine with Scooby's. Um, then I got a call from some insurance company telling me that they were going to pay me $75,000 a year to like go sell insurance. And I was like, okay. I can't well, that personally. I've, I've, I've been, I've been um, approached to that. I just feel like that's such a hard, everybody tries to sell insurance. How did you like that? I didn't get in. I, I didn't oh. have the Microsoft Word. I didn't. I didn't have my my Word documents or, or my app. You couldn't use a Mac. Oh. I have a computer, and you had to have a PC or you know or something else. You know. And oh, I, like, I see. Okay, that's interesting. Do this. So so I left that job to go to like another bad job, and then I got a uh, a job um, se- uh, leasing these apartment rentals uh, for Live Here Homes. Okay. Um, and I ended up getting my leasing agent license and I was just going to pursue my career with, uh, leasing places. And, um, then Lana, Lana, sorry about all that. But anyway, um, I need to like, I mean, so, but then I took this call from Duff Rice at Duff Entertainment. He had this job at Cubby Bear, the book Cubby Bear. And okay. I thought, okay, well, I can get back into doing what I had been doing sure. in the past. So that would be great. And they were going to pay me. They were actually going to pay me a salary. Uh, but that lasted from February, like late February into the second week of March, you know, and then the COVID thing kind of came. And then right. we go. So, yeah. And then I wasn't eligible for Trump's $3 million or $3 trillion. Uh, stimulus package because I was only there for three weeks. I worked there for over like another month and a half um, pro bono. I have had every bad experience you can have. And um, here I am with stage three melanoma. I survived that. And then I got stage four metastatic melanoma. And I'm not doing anything about it. You know, and, and, and that's sort of what um, I need to be able to do is I need to be able to fight this skin cancer. It's obviously something that's been in my life and I have to fight it. And I don't want anyone else to have to go through what I went through. What I'd love to do is create awareness and I'd love to create, uh, you know, a possible, wear some sunscreen, go to your dermatologist, um, you know, once a year, I mean, that should be like a regular thing that you should be going to the sun is out. And so yeah. when the, as long as the sun is out, you're, you, you are susceptible to getting melanoma. Okay. And the thing about melanoma that nobody really talks about, or I haven't really heard of is that you can have it and not realize what stage you are when they diagnose you with it. Yeah. You don't know like how bad you have it until somebody finds out that you have melanoma and then they will tell you how far along you are. What what kind of doctor tells you that? Is that the dermatologist? 
Uh, not the dermatologist. Your oncologist. Your um, your oncologist will, will they'll, they'll let you know. I mean, I think when I had stage four, it was um, that was sort of the real deal because I mean I wasn't really saying things that made sense anymore. I was sure. telling everybody I was at a hotel. Oh wow! Hotel, and yeah, I had M and M's in my in my in my brain, and I, it was just it was just kind of crazy, but um. Lana, hold on a second, okay? Just hold on, sweetie. Um. Anyway, so what I want to do is I want to fight. I want to fight this the the skin cancer, and um. So we yeah we talked about this and I and I had said to you on the phone that maybe like all of these experiences that you've had has, is leading you to um, you know, starting your own non for profit and yeah. I that with your experience. Um, and you can, in your testimony to what you've been through, I think that that, you, that would be very powerful. Yeah. Probably reach a lot of people. I mean, like I told you, when I posted your picture, I, all right, I have people reaching out to me wanting to hear your story already. So yes. I'm like, well, you're going to have to wait because I'm not recording with him yet. So <laughs> I, mean, I think that that would be a very natural step for you. Um, I know <coughs> charity work is difficult. Um, and it is, you have to constantly be in people's face, you know, but I mean, if it is something you're passionate about, I, I, I firmly believe, and I would definitely help, I would definitely help support you any way that I could, um, to like get your, to get your non-for-profit off the ground. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, Deanna. That's, that means a lot to me. Um, I'm going to do it. I mean, I, I I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be doing it here in this next week or so. Uh, I'm going to get my nonprofit. I'm going to get my, my employment ID number and all that other stuff. Yay. There and, we go. Uh, That's a good start. Yeah. 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 And, 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 I, and I'm going to make a Facebook page and I'm going to create a website and I'm going to get out there and I'm just going to market. I have to find an organization. My first, I think my first place to donate to would be Northwestern Memorial hospital. There you go. I know my wife, she tells me that they don't need the money and they've got all these investors and everything like that. But, I don't really care about that stuff. I mean, I just care about what they did for me. Right. But you know, it's good to, to team up and, and like just that pay it forward, give back, you know, yeah. they, I'm sure they don't need the funding, but any little bit helps and, sure. you can, and, and that would be a good way for you to get some of those doctors to possibly speak for you and for your organization, sure. give, sure. give like testimonies, you know I mean? Like that, that's just, I, I mean, that's just the way those things work. So. Sure. No, I mean, and I'm gonna. I mean, the, the thing about fundraising that's great about it is I can I can fundraise for anybody. Sure. I can do I can do whatever it is I want to do. You know, I mean, if someone's got if someone comes at me with a a situation or or a story or they got something going on in their life and they let me know about it, I can fundraise for them like that. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Done deal. Social media is such a free way to market and to reach people and network. So I mean, it's 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 very useful in that regard. Absolutely. I think probably like my challenge with fundraising is going to be getting, I have to like get to know a lot more other people out there. You know, like I'm kind of like waiting for these people to like come to me with um, their situation or, you know, or whatever, whatever, whatever issue that they might have. And um, with melanoma. Yeah. With Mel, I mean, that would be my first priority would be melanoma. And then I guess probably my next priority is going to be, uh, women with breast cancer, um, anything that the American Cancer Society, like anything that they have kind of going on, um, sure. in their life, um, 
I just think uh, I just think all that stuff is um, all that stuff is it's all priceless. It's all it, that's all that's all priceless stuff. But sometimes you got you have to go. Sometimes you have to go after and finding those connections. So um, yeah. you know, just start. I would just recommend my own personal experience just to get out there and start like you know connecting with even if it's just through social media just connecting with people and start talking to them because that yeah. that is a great way that will set that will segue you into other opportunities and to meeting meeting other people that will share their story with you right absolutely 100 and and you know and, and I, I i just I see so many other doors opening for me with fundraising that I never really knew that were out there for me, but they are. And, um, I just, I, I'm just, I, I appreciate whatever, whatever opportunities come my way, but this is going to be something that I do do. Amazing. And, 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 and you're going to, and the name of your non profit is going to be what? Curing melanoma. Curing melanoma. I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, I'm gonna start. We're gonna start wrapping things up here. Darren, is there any last words that you'd like to leave with the audience? Um, I'm gonna say, man, so much to say. I'm gonna say, live life with Jesus Christ, yes. and um, and Jesus will open up a lot of doors for you. Amen. I love that. That was great. On that note, guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please do not forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And we will definitely be having Darren back to hear about his journey with hearing melanoma um, as soon as he, very soon, hopefully. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll be talking to you soon. Very good.